into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Thursday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. Proud as always to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford since 1983, nearly 40 years in Middle Tennessee as a family-owned local business. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook app is DraftKings Sportsbook with all manner of promotions for you on the NBA, the NFL, college football, and everything in between. Use the promo code A to Z Sports in the DraftKings Sportsbook app and start making money today. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress is what the Ashton team offers to you, the official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Prime Time is Gary Ashton and the Ashton team. Of course, Brimac Mechanical will put you in your comfort zone as the seasons begin to change. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brimac Mechanical at Brimac.com. So let's get up to date as we get ready to go to halftime on the latest about Deshaun Watson and potentially his trade to the Miami Dolphins. Foster Tate says this is the worst Thursday night game ever. I'm glad that I popped on. When I did, I knew it was going to be a slog because the Browns are beat to hell and the Broncos are playing a really, really bad game at this point. Teddy Bridgewater is struggling. Uh, Anthony Malley says of the Watson rumors before we talk about them, every reporter outside of Houston says these rumors are false. Every reporter in Houston says he will get traded. Tell me Houston wants to trade him leaking this. Well, of course, Houston wants to get rid of him now. He's doing nothing but being a distraction and being an inactive on game days. He represents zero value to the Houston Texans at this point. But Anthony, here's what here's what we're going to talk about. And I don't listen. I don't have any any more information than the people uh, reporting on this in Houston. Obviously, I'm a Titans reporter. I'm locally based. I do cover the NFL, and I talk to a lot of people in the NFL. Um, but as far as advancing this particular story, I'm not going to be able to do that in a way that maybe Adam Schefter would or Ian Rappaport would or John McClain, who initially, initially broke this story. But to fill you in on what's going on with Deshaun Watson, John McClain of the Houston Chronicle, as we talked about, uh, the Texans and the Dolphins are continuing talks on a trade for Deshaun Watson. And this is reported by John McClain of the Houston Chronicle. And what John put out earlier today, or yesterday rather, was that the deal could be done as early as this week, which is the only new information in all of this for uh, four months at this point. We have talked about, well, where does Deshaun Watson make sense? Is there any, is there the potential for this to turn from civil to criminal? Does Deshaun Watson face the potential of jail time, which is keeping any number of people who would pursue Deshaun Watson kind of at bay because you don't want to trade a quarterback who's going to spend some time in lockup after the fact for what are accusations of horrific, horrific, again, accusations, but the accusations are horrific for what he is accused of doing to uh, several uh, near over, over, uh, Oh, not two dozen. That would be bad math on my part. Uh, on my part, over twenty massage therapists in the Houston area and around uh, around the country that he offered to fly in. Uh, Daniel Brown says Deshaun Watson is scum. Well, we don't know that, Daniel. We just know that he's allegedly scum. 
this point. But that's been the holdup for a lot of NFL teams. So with that being said, how does this complicate the uh, how does this complicate the situation for the AFC South in particular, where the Tennessee Titans play? Deshaun Watson obviously is not going to be a participant in these games, it seems. Now they don't play the Houston Texans until the very end of the season, right? They have them in week 16, and then again for their final game of the 2021 NFL season in week 18. They'll end on the road at Houston in a divisional game. They've done that, I think, the last three seasons in a row. The Washington football team reporter said completely false, false says Anthony, of the three-team trade. Uh, I don't know that that is the case. I again, this is there's this is rumor, as it says on the graphic. This is a big time rumor mill situation. But for Deshaun Watson, you know, a team like the Miami Dolphins, it makes all the sense in the world why even with all of the baggage, they would still be interested in trading for him. So I want to ask your two rivers for take here on a Thursday night. He, in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Why do you think, why do you think the Deshaun Watson trade rumors are starting up again? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll discuss it at length together. In your opinion, why do you believe that these rumors are starting to pop up again? Give me your answer on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch will discuss it together on A to Z Sports Prime Time right after I tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford has all manner of great offers for you, and they will get you the best car buying experience around. They have award-winning customer service and quality American-made Ford vehicles at Two Rivers Ford. They've done business with honesty and integrity for nearly 40 years, and they will do business the exact same way into the next 40 because that's what makes Two Rivers Ford the best at what they do. You can find out all about their great new vehicles. The 2022 Ford Maverick is available on the lot. You can go check it out or test drive it for yourself. You can do uh, the Built For You program, which allows you to customize any Ford vehicle, any model, any color, any customizable accessories that are at your disposable. They'll build it for you. They'll deliver it right to your home. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, why are the uh, why are the Deshaun Watson trade rumors starting up again right now? Uh, Stephen King says we're close to the deadline. No reason to put out a fake trade offer. Any publicity is good publicity. Well, I don't know about the last part because I'm not sure that Deshaun Watson's publicity at this point has been good publicity. But you are correct in saying that we are close to the trade deadline. We're under two weeks away. In fact, we're 12. We're less than 12 days because that deadline will be at 3 p.m. Central Time. We're less than 12 days uh, away from the NFL trade deadline coming up. So putting uh, people's feet to the fire a little bit more than it might have two weeks ago, right? But also, I think it goes a little deeper than that. So Lewis Riddick of ESPN was asked about this situation on SportsCenter the other day, and this is what Lewis Riddick had to say. I don't, I don't see how right now it makes any sense for the acquiring team or as an acquiring team to go ahead and negotiate a trade for a player who you have no idea when he's going to be available. You have none. That just seems grossly irresponsible to me. You know, on the point, and since we're talking about Miami in particular, as far as Tua is concerned, 
Look, I don't know how you pull the plug on a player right now that when you compare him, let's just say to a guy like Justin Herbert, the situations have been totally different. And if we look at that, you know, in its totality, look, number one, then healthy, Tua has not been healthy. You look at Herbert's situation, he had great mentors in the early part of his career last year in guys like Pep Hamilton, and then this year in the guys like Brandon Stanley and new office coordinator Joe Lombardi. These are all people who helped him continue to develop and turn into the player that he has been. And then on top of it, a guy like Herbert has had great weapons in guys like Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Tua has had none of that. He hasn't had the help. He hasn't had the mentors. He hasn't been in the same kind of offensive system that would lead to him having the kind of success that, uh, that Justin Herbert has had. And so right now, I just don't know how you are able to make a true definitive declaration as to what he is as far as his prospects in the NFL when you haven't really set the table for him. I understand the fascination with Deshaun because of his ability and what he has proven on the field when he's been on the field. But as far as Tua is concerned, he has not been set up for success to this point. And if you are lucky enough to get a hold of a young man like this because Miami does what they want to do at the quarterback position and move opposite of him, I would be definitely looking into doing that and then trying to set the table for this young man because I feel like though, as though the, the deck has been stacked against him. Some of it has been in Miami's control. Some of it has not. So that's Lewis Riddick, that, ver uh, that video courtesy of Omar Kelly, one of the Dolphins reporters and writers down there in Miami. So for why, why is this coming back up again? Well, as, as, uh, as a couple of you have brought up, the trade deadline is getting closer, but there's one thing that I think is being ignored. And I'll tell you what that is here in a second. Um, George, uh, let's see. Mark Dalton says it creates hype for other teams. The question is why is this coming back up in your opinion right now, given that this has been going on for months and months at this point with very little new information regarding Deshaun Watson's case. Uh, Mark Dalton on Facebook says it creates hype for other teams to offer more for him when there is little buzz. You know, Mark, again, I think that in a normal situation, that would be 1,000% correct. But you have to consider the fact that this is anything but normal. I mean, this is so far beyond the pale what is happening with Deshaun Watson right now and what has been happening with Deshaun Watson for it feels like six months so there's not there's little buzz because he could be potentially facing jail time if this turns just one inch the wrong way if this turns from civil to criminal he can potentially face jail time and you don't want to give up assets for a dude who could be in prison, of course. So when when you say there's little buzz, yeah, I, I mean, I get it because you're right. There is precious little interest in Deshaun Watson right now. But this is not going to generate additional interest because another team thinks Miami's in. There may be another team that kind of pokes its head up and be like, ah, what are they doing? Should it? Should we be involved? Should we be looking into this a little more? Yeah, but it's not going to yield more offers. It's not going to do what it what it would conventionally do because of what Deshaun Watson is up against at this point from a legal uh, from a legal perspective. Um, Mark Jones says I couldn't see an organization or fan base supporting a Watson signing. Now, here's what I'll say about that, Mark, um, and then I'll tell you why. I think this is coming up right now. Um, I would like to think that NFL fans, that most NFL fan bases would take 
And again, these are allegations against Deshaun Watson. He has not been charged officially with any of this. He is being accused and it is being uh, delegated through the legal process. And there are the FBI is investigating him and also investigating his accusers to see how much of it is real and how much, if any of it, is being drummed up as a means of piling on. So what I would say to you is I, I would love if, the, if every NFL fan base and every NFL fan and every NFL organization would take a moral stand and be like, yeah, no, under no circumstances, if this ends up being true, would we take a guy like this? But I've seen it happen before in the NFL. I've seen it happen in all but two cases, right? All but two cases. Ray Rice, Colin Kaepernick. Now, these are very, very different situations because one was blackballed. The other was the first the first go around with something this public in the social media age. Now, for the uh, for the situation with Greg Hardy, for example, Greg Hardy was accused of doing some horrific things, uh, and I'm not I'm not here to judge which crime was worse at this point because I look at this, I look at this, um, and say that for the for the NFL, if you can produce and you can help your team win. People are going to people are going to put aside people are going to put aside a lot of their um, a lot of their morality as far as that as soon as Deshaun Watson throws his tenth touchdown for potentially the Miami Dolphins after Tua is struggling to move the offense and after the tech, the Dolphins have started one and five and they start to rattle off a couple wins if they end up trading for him there's just I mean Tyreek Hill is another example of this. Uh, and I and I'm not somebody who doesn't believe in second chances, absolutely. But there is there is a degree of this where you know how far does the crime have to go before you look at a second chance and be like, all right, you can have another, you can have a second chance societally, but it cannot be in this league at what is the uh, the highest honor among football players to be able to make it to the NFL. Uh, I can hear the chance now if he plays, says Mark Jones. That's what I'm saying. Like the morality of this, I I would like to believe that it exists. But I don't necessarily, uh, I don't necessarily have the evidence of that. So why do I think that this is coming back up again right now? Well, I'll tell you here in just a second, right after I remind you about DraftKings Sportsbook, and a an authorized betting partner of the NBA is DraftKings Sportsbook, and they know at DraftKings that the key to victory is a strong starting five. New customers can bet just five dollars on any NBA team to win their game, and if they do, you win. in free bets. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Simply download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code A2Z Sports. Bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code A2Z Sports this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner, an authorized sports betting partner, of the NBA must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee to bet restrictions apply. See draftkings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone, you know, has a gambling problem and wants help call or text the Tennessee red line, 1-800-889-9789. So DraftKings sportsbook, getting you in on the action. Uh, let me tell you why I think, and this is just speculation. This is just an opinion at this point. Uh, Kedrick KB bell says, so you're saying we shouldn't judge him before charges are filed. 
but teams should act as though the charges have been filed and not trade for him. Gotcha. It does. It, it's a good, it's a good, uh, what's, what's the proper term for that Kedrick? It's a good, uh, double, double-edged sword for lack of a better term. I, I'm, I'm sure there's a phrase that I want to use, uh, that I, that I want to use that fits that better, but you, you, I, I understand, I understand what you're saying, right? You can't have it both ways, but for the NFL, they have taken the position of, yeah, teams te- teams can do as they like. Teams can do as they want because he hasn't been suspended. He hasn't been put on the commissioner's exempt list. The uh, Catch-22, thank you, D. Good and Mark Jones. I appreciate uh, you, uh, you giving me uh, or reminding me of that phrase. It does seem like a Catch-22, absolutely. Because the NFL itself as an organization has said, uh, we're not doing anything about this. We're hands off. We're not, we're not messing with what the legal system hasn't made a decision on, but the teams are sitting there with great trepidation about it because they don't want to give up these kind of assets. If it means, uh, if it means that they may not be able to capitalize on it because they're waiting for the dominoes to fall. So I understand what Kedrick is saying. I understand the position of the league. The league is taking the same position that I am taking, right? That until such time as he is uh, as he is ruled guilty, or these turn crim- turn into from civil allegations and civil lawsuits into criminal charges, that takes on a totally different nature of the conversation. But for these NFL teams, they are not going to be willing, Kedrick, and I don't think they should be. I understand what you're saying, and I understand your point, but I think that from their perspective, they are not going to pull the trigger on this thing until they know for sure that their assets aren't just going to be wasted because it's not like you can reverse the trade. Once he's on your books, he's your problem. And it's not like he comes with a small price tag either. Uh, A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Promo code A to Z Sports. We're talking about why the Deshaun Watson situation and rumor mill has started up again. Here's what I'll tell you. Because the tech, the, the Dolphins have been in this and rumored uh rumored to be interested for long enough over the course of the last six months or however long it's been. I think it's been about six months at this point. They have been involved in this enough for it to be real to me. Now, what I'll say to you is why would they, why would they, uh, why would they make a push at this particular time? Well, one, there is the trade deadline as we talked about, but also they're one in five. They're probably the most disappointing team in the NFL this year. The Dolphins were 10 and six a year ago. They were right on the precipice of the playoffs. If a few things go wrong for a team like the Titans and one thing goes right for the Dolphins, they're in the postseason as opposed to Tennessee as a wild card. Um, but for the uh, but for the Dolphins, their season is cratered. And not only has it cratered at one and five, their fifth loss just came at the hands of the winless Jacksonville Jags. Far more inept than the New York Jets at this point. This is a black mark on the Dolphins organization for this season. It has been underwhelming by any stretch of the imagination. So you have an owner who is very impatient. The Dolphins are one in five. They just lost to the Jags and their owner is probably looking at this and saying, yeah, what the hell do I, uh, what the hell do I care about Uh, morality? This guy's available. This guy's not playing. The NFL's not doing anything to, to it about us. Let's make a push for this guy because our quarterback isn't good enough to make up for the lack of things that we've put around him. So let's go ahead and go out there and get Deshaun Watson. But from that standpoint, 
uh, from that standpoint, the Dolphins have messed up, and now they're trying to look for ways to patch it, or at least their ownership group is looking for ways to patch it up. And Deshaun Watson seems like an easy patch, or not an easy patch, I shouldn't say, but he seems like a patch that can make a big difference if everything goes smoothly from a legal perspective. But nothing has gone smoothly from a legal perspective for the Dolphins. And so that uh, that logic in that speculation, again, it's just speculation. I don't know anything as far as the Dolphins organization is concerned. I've just sent a couple texts to people around the league just kind of asking about what the hell, why is this happening again? And that was basically the response. Well, the owner wanted Watson to begin with, and now they're one and five, and their quarterback can't do anything because they put the offense they built around him largely sucks. So we'll continue to keep an eye on the Deshaun Watson rumor mill. Again, we're less than 12 days um, away from the trade deadline at 3 p.m. Central Time. Uh, so we will continue to monitor that. In the meantime, let's talk about Teddy Touchdown, Teddy Bridgewater, who's quarterbacking the Denver Broncos tonight, or Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, I understand, is not playing tonight. I understand that I'm watching Case Keenum, so let's not uh, let's not get this twisted as to who is actually quarterbacking the Browns on Thursday Night Football. But the question that I want to ask you guys is one that I think is pretty interesting. Who would you rather have at quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater or Baker Mayfield? Let me know in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, we will get in it to get into it together. This may sound like a uh, a straight up, uh, this may sound like a straight up uh, easy answer. And uh, Teddy Bridgewater's performance tonight does not seem to be making things much better if you were to argue Bridgewater in this regard. But who would you rather have at quarterback in the in 2021? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll talk about it together over the course of the rest of the primetime show. While you guys do that, I'll tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. The Gary Ashton tailgate will be back in front of Nissan Stadium, right in front of the south end zone, literally right as you come off the pedestrian bridge. There's a giant RV uh, that's parked out front in the uh, of the south end zone with Gary Ashton's face on it, Gary Ashton's logo, because it's the Gary Ashton tailgate with the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans and of A to Z Sports Prime Time. The Ashton tailgate is a great time. There is food, there is music, there is cornhole, there's a great atmosphere, a great environment, and if you don't have a tailgate spot already, it's right next to the stadium, so it's an easy walk for you to go in and enjoy the Titans hosting Kansas City. The Gary Ashton tailgate available to you with the official real estate agent of the Titans, also the Preds, and A to Z Sports Prime Time. Find out more information at GaryAshton.com. So, who would you rather have a quarterback? Because I know Baker isn't playing tonight, but I do think this is an interesting conversation baker mayfield or teddy touchdown uh baker greater than teddy not even close says jeff teddy is a but um bridge qb boo mark jones that stinks can we add a third option anyone else well i hell baker shouldn't even be an option mb because i was doing this based off the thursday night football game and we put together the show earlier uh earlier in the week before uh before i before I well, I knew that Baker Mayfield wasn't going to play tonight. I think he got ruled out yesterday, but I just thought it was an interesting, interesting conversation because Baker Mayfield, and I know he's been dealing with a shoulder injury, and that's why he's not playing. He had it exacerbated on Sunday, coming off a short week. You want to keep Baker Mayfield healthy because at three and three, the Browns need to get right, and it seems like they may do it against the uh, the Broncos, who are on a three game losing streak and uh, losing streak, and potentially may make it four, although they are driving and they do have a first and goal 
at the Cleveland. It looks like the Cleveland seven uh, based on the, where they marked Noah Fant out. So we'll, uh, or maybe the Cleveland eight, we'll see how this goes. But uh, for the Browns, they have been doing some good things and Baker Mayfield has done some good enough things, but I don't, I don't know why I can't sell myself on Baker Mayfield wholesale. Now I'm not saying that I'm going with Teddy Bridgewater just yet. Uh, Buck, you're ahead of me, says Jeff Rubel. Well, Jeff, I can't help it. I have cable and most people are streaming a lot of this stuff. Uh, did someone sign Fowler after the Bears cut him, says Kedrick? Uh, I don't know who Fowler is, but let's not get distracted. Uh, George Woodard on Facebook Live says, Teddy is great against crappy teams. Well, listen, to Teddy's credit, and they have a great defense, or they had a great defense before injuries have really torn them up the last couple of games. Um, the Broncos started the season 3-0, and and Teddy was a big part of their success. And now uh, it looks like this is a weird formation that the Broncos are getting ready to run. It looks like Teddy's Teddy looks like he, he looked like he was lined up behind the left guard. But anyway, um, cloudy now on a playoff team, says Stephen King. Well, we'll see if the Browns end up being a, a playoff team because the Ravens uh, and the Bengals are going to make life a lot harder on them. We'll see where the Steelers end up as this season progresses. But what I'll say to you about this quarterback situation is I have a lot more trust in not Baker Mayfield. I think that Baker Mayfield is a product of what the Browns have built around him, which is which is like Ryan Tannehill. I think right every quarterback is a system quarterback, right? Every quarterback is coached within a system, thus making them a system quarterback. Ryan Tannehill is a system quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater is a system quarterback. Tom Brady is a system quarterback. They're all system quarterbacks. It just depends on which system that they're being coached in. It looks like, uh, oh, it looks like the Broncos just scored a touchdown uh, on a pass to Melvin Gordon. So we'll keep an eye on this game. 10-6 currently with the Broncos officially on the board. Um, what I'll say to you about this is that for, for the Browns, I think Case Keenum, throughout the course of his career, He's not as good as Baker Mayfield, but I think with this coaching staff and with this roster, Case Keenum can do some damage the same way that he did with the Minnesota Vikings a couple of years ago. I think he had a good year with the Broncos, too, if I recall correctly. The Broncos have had some bad quarterbacks since Peyton Manning retired, and really since Peyton Manning fell off a cliff that Super Bowl season. But for Baker, I think he is as big a product of the situation around him as any quarterback in the league. And I think that everybody's still trying to figure out where exactly Baker ends up because Ronnie Sneed on Facebook Live says, what I'm kind of thinking, Stefanski hides Baker, but he's better than Bridgewater. And so begrudgingly, not like I don't have anything against Baker Mayfield, but I would say even as I think they're closer than you might otherwise think when just hearing that comparison on surface level, I would say that Baker Mayfield at this time is the better option. You know, I, I think you could ask anybody in our building, have we played to our potential? Absolutely not. And, and so, yeah, I can I can speak as that, uh, you know, from a leadership standpoint. We expect to be better. That's plain and simple. Uh, and that's that's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to come out with a sense of urgency. You know, it's not we're not panicking by any means. We're three and three. That's not where we wanted to be right now. But, um, you know, with the you know, the pure, pure genius of the NFL. We have 11 more games instead of 10 now. So um, we have 11 more games to go show who we are and play for each other and get better as each week goes on because nobody makes the playoffs right now. 
you have to build that up and you have to you know peak at the right time so um, we will handle this correctly we will do that and I know that because of the guys we have in the locker room um, and we will get better it's just uh, it's just a fact so Baker Mayfield I mean respectfully uh, respectfully looks like hell there and he's got his arm in a sling and that was after he came up injured and Corey Curtis from WKRN News 2 just uh, tweeted in response to this and said, can I just punt? And yeah, you can honestly punt if uh, if uh, <laughs> if you don't want anything to do with this conversation. Because I think when Baker says we haven't played up to, to their potential, I think my larger concern with Baker Mayfield is I largely think he has played up to his potential. I just don't think that his potential um, can carry them much further than it already has. I think that his potential prior to the shoulder injury um, – I think we might have seen it, and that's not an ideal situation if you're the Cleveland Browns trying to decide in a contract year for Baker whether they should hang on to him moving forward. Let's wrap this show up with a Brimac bounce back. Uh, let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch who uh, who needs to bounce back most in sports this weekend. Your Brimac mechanical bounce back candidate. Who in sports needs to bounce back the most this weekend. Let me know on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about who presents the bounce back candidate. It's Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They are the best in the business. They will put you in your comfort zone, whether it's commercial, whether it's residential. Brymac has you covered. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. So, who needs to bounce back in sports this week? Let me know in the comment section. Uh, Cody Valentine says, Jared Goff. There's conversation. I mean, Dan Campbell didn't, I don't, I don't want to say called him out, but did say something publicly to the effect of, they need more out of Jared Goff. He does need to bounce back. Uh, the Preds need to bounce back, says Tyree Beatty. Are they are they losing right now? I know they got their first win of the season. What was that on Tuesday night? I haven't uh, I haven't been paying much attention to the Predators yet because I'll uh, I'll probably wait till after football season before I start to care about hockey in a meaningful way. But if the Preds uh, the Preds are playing the Rangers tonight, I think they're at home at Bridgestone. Are they losing? At this point, um, apparently, uh, uh, Phil Tomasino got his first goal, which is exciting if you're a Preds fan. But uh, I don't know what the score is right now. I just flipped over to the Valley Sports broadcast, and it looks like they're in an intermission. Um, so for uh, Anthony Malley, says Taylor Lewan. I mean, what's Taylor Lewan going to bounce back from a concussion? I, that's, I, I don't think that's necessarily a, a concussion. I mean, he can bounce back from injuries, right? And honestly, he has. He played a really Really strong last three games. I've been hugely impressed with Taylor Lewan and that offensive line. Ronnie Steed says Chris Broussard. Yeah, the Broussard thing is, I don't think there's any coming back from that. I think Broussard's dead and buried at this point. Uh, you know who needs to bounce back to me? Uh, and I believe Ronnie Sneed uh, on Facebook Live made the nomination uh, because I see, I see he's done in Philly, but I don't see the name of the person that I'm looking for. The name of the person that I'm looking for is uh, Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons needs to bounce back in the worst way. It was a distraction today. Uh, I didn't think he wanted to do uh, what everybody else was doing. And it was early. It wasn't a big deal. 
uh, just told him he should leave then, and we went on with practice. No, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to give, like, every day, every single moment, I'm going to give Ben a chance to join the team and be part of the team. Uh, he's under contract to be part of the team, and so that's not going to change. Um, you know, sometimes it happens quick and guys join back in. Sometimes it doesn't. I've been in both situations, and I'm fine with that. Uh, but at the end of the day, as a coach, I have to protect the team, uh, uh, the team first. And then we get to the other part. And so today, I just thought it was more important to focus on the team. So that's Doc Rivers, of course, the head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. The I don't know how many people have been following the Ben Simmons situation, but it has been toxic. He's behaving like, frankly, a child. And listen, this is what player empowerment gets for you. If you want to, if some people like LeBron James handle it with maturity, like Aaron Rodgers, handles it with maturity, and then you have Ben Simmons, who's behaving like a toddler, and may be able to get away with it because Rich Paul is trying to get him the hell out of there. Uh, Corey D. Jackson says, good for Ben. Rich Paul, get him the hell out of there. I, I Listen, I, I don't wish Ben Simmons any ill will. I don't think that Ben Simmons is uh, – I don't think Ben Simmons is – I don't know Ben Simmons, right? And I think that he's in a tough situation, but I think that he – he's handling it with such a lack of professionalism um, that, you know, it's hard for me to be sympathetic for Ben Simmons because I think the biggest issue that I have with Ben Simmons is that he's unwilling to address his, his faults as a player. Like he doesn't think he has a problem shooting when everybody in the world knows that Ben Simmons has an issue shooting. He has a confidence issue. He does not address these things. And instead of behaving and trying to work through this and doing the things that he's asked to do as his agent works on his behalf to orchestrate a trade, you can do the thing like James Harden did, which is just show up out of shape and overweight. And, uh, and but the difference is James Harden wasn't creating further issues in practices. Whereas Ben Simmons is getting tossed out because he's just not straight up, not doing what the coaching staff is asking him to do. Now, listen, it could end up working. It is possible that as, uh, and uh, and uh, uh, it is possible that, for example, Portland, if that thing goes up in smoke and the Blazers are getting closer to the trade deadline and they're looking for offers on, uh, oh, not CJ McCollum. I'm, blank, I'm blanking on, who's the, who's the great trail? Damian Lillard, if, if they're looking for offers for Dame, Nobody's going to be able to put together a better package than Philadelphia with Ben Simmons and send him to Portland, right? For Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard would make all the difference in the world on the Philadelphia 76ers. So maybe they're willing to ride this thing out and try and get the best possible value for him. And it's just going to, they're going to, you know, they're going to shun him basically and kick him out of practice when he think, when they think he's causing problems. Um, but ultimately, you know, I think that there could be a degree more of professionalism based on the reporting of this, right? I'm just looking at this from reading this. I follow the NBA. I love the NBA. I'm so happy to have basketball back. Uh, but from my standpoint and watching Ben Simmons conduct himself, it does remind me of Anthony Davis a little bit. And I didn't like the way that Anthony Davis handled things at the end with the Pelicans. But if you've been paying attention to what's happening with Zion Williams and, and the Pelicans and how they fired Stan Van Gundy at the end of the year and what's going on there, doesn't seem like the Pelicans are the most uh, rational organization either. So 
Uh, with that being said, that will do it for us on this week of prime time. The next time we speak to you, it will be from Nissan Stadium after the Titans have played the Chiefs, and we will recap that result. Tomorrow, a 615 Sessions podcast will be available to you in your A to Z Sports podcast network feed. Alfred Gomez says, I guess there isn't Titan any Titans rumors or news with this show tonight. No, Alfred, look at the look at the rundown. Does anything indicate to you that I've spent any time talking about the Titans? When I've talked about the Titans all week long, and the next time I talk to you, it's going to be about the Titans. And on three hours of radio tomorrow, I'm going to talk about the Titans. And tonight, there's other news in the NFL outside of the Titans. You can live without one primetime show without the Titans, Alfred. Because we'll do it on Sunday night after they play the Chiefs. I don't mean to lash out, Alfred, but like, you know, context clues. Does anything on there say Titans to you? No, of course not. <laughs> so enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, we will see you on Sunday night. Radio show from 10 to 1 tomorrow. A lot of fun. John Reed of Fox Sports Knoxville. Coach Dave McGinnis of Titans Radio. We will enjoy it together from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. And then make sure you find the... Uh, Find the uh, the podcast. Actually, we all tune in for Titans info. Well, no, actually, you don't, Alfred, because a bunch of people tuned in without any Titans info because we talk about everything on A to Z Sports. You, specifically, not we all, you're making it about you. See, it's been a while since I've had to chew somebody out. But no, Alfred, don't be selfish. It's not just about you. You don't speak for everybody. And with that, I'll see you guys on Sunday night. <laughs>